been staring at the edge of the water Long as I can remember Never really knowing why I wish I could be the perfect daughter But I come back to the water No matter how hard I try Every turn I take, every trail I track Every path I make Assalamu alaikum and warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to episode number 33. I am so excited to have you back on and to be finally releasing a new episode after like a month. Subhanallah, last time I was about two weeks late in releasing a new episode and then now I doubled it up to like a full month. And if you are a regular follower of mine on social media at Bfit for Akhira, then you might have seen that I actually just I'm taking time off from my social media, especially with Instagram and Facebook. So today is like what day two, I believe that I am not on Facebook and Instagram, but technically I did go on the website to check a few things. <laughs> but just to confirm like what number this episode is, to be um, to be honest with you. <laughs> but the fact is, I actually uninstalled Facebook app and Instagram app, which is like beyond shocking for me because I just couldn't imagine myself ever like living without them. But subhanAllah, sometimes you will hit those walls and those moments where you just need time off. And if you are a regular listener of this podcast, then you might have heard me talking about a retreat in one of my previous episodes and like inviting you to it and like signing up and all that stuff. Well, my friends, that retreat just got postponed and canceled. And, you know, again, you are going to face sometimes challenges and situations where it can create anxiety for example or just too much stress too much pressure or you're not feeling comfortable about it anymore or that your heart isn't feeling it and so sometimes you just have to either cancel things postpone it postpone it or just take a little pause right and like take time out to reflect and see what happened i did a video explaining why i canceled this retreat but why i will not give up on it and i will do it again inshallah and also what I want you to know, that link to the YouTube will be in the show notes if you're interested in watching it, inshallah. As for today's episode, my friends, I am so excited, even though it's a little bit late, but I'm still excited to talk about why I exactly signed up for the Virginia Beach Half Marathon and what I learned from it and how the training went and what is next for me, inshallah. So are you guys ready? Get set. Let's go. All right. Well. First of all, I would like to begin with the Quran, with the Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter 
or ayah, which it means verse 286. Allah does not charge a soul except with that within its capacity. It will have the consequence of what good it has gained and it will bear the consequence of what evil it has earned. Our Lord do not impose the blame upon us if we have forgotten or erred. Our Lord and lay not upon us a burden like that which you laid upon those before us. Our Lord and burden us, burden us not with that which we have no ability to bear and pardon us and forgive us and have mercy upon us you are our protector so give us victory over the disbelieving people and i have this verse uh for a reason so i would like to begin by saying and reminding each other that each person has something going on in their lives and each person has a story to be heard and told while I will not go too deep into my personal life at the moment, I will share my own why. And um, I actually do have this as a blog post right now. So I'm trying to like not read it word for word. But the link to the blog post is actually going to be in the show notes if you want to go back and just read the version of this episode. But I want to tell you and remind you that each person has something going on in their life and each family has its unique dynamics and relationships. And so I'm an only child and I live with my parents. Yes, I just like turned 29 like a month ago, right? So I am an adult. I am a woman. I am old enough to do whatever I want to do. Just go out and do my own thing without having to get permission from my parents, right? That's what you would think. <clears throat> that's what a lot of like people tell me, but that's not the actual life that I live with my parents and sometimes you just cannot disrespect them and like you know so there is a dy an interesting dynamic relationship with my dad and my mom and so the the beach for me is something that i just love to go i just want to be with it near it in the water like the beach is just like my life like moana <laughs> you know how the water's calling it calling her whatever that's exactly like myself my personality and so for me to just sit in the car and just drive to the beach without thinking of like, will I get in trouble with my mom or my dad? Like, what am I going to tell them? How am I going to lie to them? This and that. Like, all of this, I have to go through it. So I, I do wish in the future to just get in the car and just drive away. But I haven't spent on an actual vacation with my own parents for like more than 11 years. So the last, I, the last time I went on an actual vacation with my mom, and my dad was probably when I was like maybe, I don't know, 10 years old, 11 years old. So it's like really been a super long time. And so when I saw a Facebook invitation event to the Rock and Roll Virginia Beach Half Marathon from the Mom Run This Town chapter that I am part of, I remembered about this race. I remembered how I've been wanting to do this since last year in 2018, just so I can be at the beach. <laughs> and so... I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to sign up for this race and just go for it. Last time I did a hat or a running race at a Rehoboth Beach, I was able to carpool with like two, two women from the running group. So I asked inside the Facebook group, hey, who is going to this Virginia Beach race? And is it a possibility for me to carpool with you? Just because I know my parents are more likely not going to go with me. And so they told me that um, actually, we're going to take our family as a mini vacation because it actually happened on September 1st during Labor Weekend in the United States, which was like the busiest weekend ever. <laughs> Not highly recommended to take a vacation. So I thought to myself, what a fantastic idea. I should do the same thing and take my parents on a vacation since it's been such a long time. So I signed up for this race just a after Ramadan 
ended. So like back in June, um, they had like a flash sale price deadline. And for your information and those that have never like participated in any running races or any of type of like Spartan race, um, half marathon, triathlon, whatever, they do cost lots of money. And that's why sometimes people get turned away because it might not fit their budget. And I completely understand and I can relate to you as well. And so when I saw the option of St. Jude fundraiser event, um, opportunity, excuse me, to raise at least 500 to get a free ticket, I was like, why not? And if you are, again, a regular listener to this podcast, you know there was an episode where I promoted the link for you to help me raise the money. Um, and that was a reason. <laughs> um, so I wanted to challenge myself with it to raise 500 before the race date so that I can help. Act, like I actually want to help the children with cancer, but I also wanted an opportunity for me to take my parents on a vacation while I am on a low budget. And again, I have a certain financial situation with my family, which is completely fine. And there's no shame about that because again, each person has something. And like the Allah Panta reminded us, there's nothing that he gives us that we cannot handle so just to put that out there and so the reason why i didn't tell my parents about it was because i knew they might not be happy with it and so i was afraid from their reaction so it was kind of like a low hush low key i haven't told them about it maybe like a few weeks just before that to my mom at least first <laughs> and so i kept on trying to raise money while training for this race as much as i was able to and at the same time work on my business and during that time as well i was working on my swim instructor certification which meant i was in the pool a lot i was also teaching water aerobics which also for me like an easy access to the pool so i was just like juggling so many different things and my body was obviously exhausted so i tried my best to keep up with the training and so at first obviously i created my own like drafted workout plan to follow which again is in the blog post in the link if you are interested to see how i did it to myself and how i usually do it with my with my clients an overview so it it was like so nice in the beginning but then i just couldn't follow the whole thing through and so with all honesty i am feeling a bit embarrassed and ashamed that I couldn't follow it all the way through. I'm a personal trainer. I'm supposed to like be this fitness professional who practice what she preaches, which I do my best. But again, I am that trainer and that fitness professional who believe in taking time to cope with stress, to cope with a positive mindset and to not give up. So it's rather for it's important for me that you are trying than just giving up. And that's what I'm what I'm a promoter, I guess, or preach about. And so I highly believe in the importance of cross-training, especially for runners. So my workout program included, or my, my training program included like swimming, biking, running, strength training, resistance training, because it's really important than just run, run, run. I know a lot of runners don't like to focus on strength training, but it's really important to avoid injuries in the future. And so I had about three months to the race, which was perfect time to get ready. But then with Shawwal coming up, which is the month after Ramadan, where I did do my fasting, and so with all of that's going on, I did my best. So guess what? Fast forward to the actual weekend of the race. It's so funny. Not really. We had an actual emergency. So the hotel wasn't as close as I thought it would be to the race. I signed up to the, ho to the hotel through the rock and roll website. They had like three hotel affiliations. So I signed up to the cheapest one just because, again, of my budget. And so when on so the race was on Sunday, 6.30, but then you had to be at the at the race at 5.30, like before 5.30 because the roads were going to be blocked and closed. So you couldn't like drive to it after 5.30 a.m. 
And so on Saturday night, leading to Sunday morning, right, the, the night of the race, we had an actual emergency from the hotel. And... So that's the sound of the alarm that we actually heard and got in the middle of the night. The The sound of the fire alarm was super loud. So in the middle of the sleep, we all, all of us in the hotel had to get up and get out of the hotel. And then the firefighter truck came. The room next to us actually had a real leak. So the water was like out. And the water was impacting the electricity. And so that was like before midnight like 15 minutes before midnight and so here we are out in the out my night my my sleep is disturbed i just couldn't focus anymore right i was super tired i was cold for some reason and then we get told that it's okay to go back to the room so by like 12 15 a.m we go back to the room my mom couldn't sleep anymore so she started packing up everything while i tried to sleep a little bit so then we get another knock on the door telling us, hey, sorry, I know I told you, you guys can go back to your room, but actually you have to evacuate to the closest hotel. I'm really sorry about that. So my mom was like, see, I told you. So she continued packing up. I tried to sleep. My So everything was done. As my dad was trying to leave the room with the luggage, like with the, so that we had, another manager was walking by and she's like, sir, where are you leaving? And then he told her, like, it didn't just tell us we had to evacuate. And, he's, and she's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but... And the closest hotel is actually like 45 to an hour away from the race. There is no way you're going to make it on time. So it's okay for you to stay here. Just mind that there will be a sound of vacuum. Oh my gosh. Anyways, long story short, I barely slept. And even though I had everything ready, like my clothes ready, I just barely slept. And so I, when I woke up, I was like seriously exhausted. I'm like, what just happened? And I went and I met up with the running group that I'm part of. I couldn't like, I just honestly like walked. So 90% was walking, 10% was running. So I tried to take the opportunity to just reflect of what the whole, like why I signed up for this race? Why did I do this to myself? What happened? How is my relationship with Panta'ala? Like, you know, was this like a, you know, it's, it's, good to ha- it's good to take time to reflect. But obviously I was really upset for not being able to run. And not to mention, I cannot run without music in my ears. And so my phone happened to like die out of battery like one person at a time so i had to reserve for 13.1 miles my phone which in total took me about three hours and like 55 minutes long time and so post the race i had shin splints my i iced my legs i stopped i actually did stop by a couple of like medical stations during the race one because i had like shaped legs or not shaped legs like my legs were feeling you know when like you wear socks and you just hot sweaty and then like you get some blisters in your feet so i've i've been having that this whole summer and so i've been trying to figure out like how to avoid it i tried new shoes or not new shoes new socks excuse me i tried like stay hydrated as much as possible i was trying to watch my nutrition i did get analysis my shoes were fine so i did like all the things that i'm supposed to work on but i still had blisters in my feet which did impact my running experience and that's why i'm kind of like should i do half marathon ever again so prior to the race how and what did my did i do in my training i included lots of swimming including like running in the water which is really good i did lots of bike rides to strengthen my leg muscles but also to enjoy the summer and to enjoy nature like i said before i'm a nature freak now because it helps me deal with stress anxiety and all that stuff so i 
couldn't like resist being in the gym i had to be outside and so by being outside i did a lot of bike rides and then swimming as much as as possible i did some some strength training at the gym either before or after work since i work at mason's um gym when i teach water aerobic i'm also a fan of resistance training so i did lots of resistance training outdoors when i was like on my bike rides or even like running i visited a local running store to check the get analysis of my feet i purchased new socks and I had a very, very minor injury, which prevented me from going to the extra mile in my runs. And then when I go out for running outside, I would incorporate body weight exercises such as like dips, push-ups, lunges, squats, and sometimes just to keep up with the strength training. I also included some agility drills because in my opinion, endurance training and speed work are very important for athletes to keep up with their distance and speed work. And so what did I learn from this race overall and what should I have done? Oh my gosh. It is okay. Failure is a lesson. In my opinion, there is no such thing as like true failure if you're not learning from it. And if you're not like trying to work on yourself from those moments, right? So I should have planned a lot more in advance and prepared as much as you can and I can to make time to recover properly and to give your body adequate nutrition. So I think what my mistake was, I didn't give enough time to recover before the race. I just kept going, 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 going because I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like 13 miles, how am I going to do this? So I kept pushing myself just because I I wanted to like be able to run it because I did half marathon in the past, 2012, so like seven years ago, right? And that also was a very bad experience. And I was like, I don't want to go through the same thing again this year or this time, which I still did. And so I tried to train smarter, um, prepare smarter, but apparently it didn't go as well, <laughs> which is okay. Also, foam rolling and icing are super important to the body. So make sure that you are taking time to stretch, to foam roll, to ice. And I should have iced my body a lot more frequent before the race, not just after the race. And also, stop overthinking as much as you can and just have fun during training. So, obviously, you guys, like, no, we all have busy lives. So, stop overthinking about, oh my gosh, like, am I going to be able to do this? Did I do enough? Not enough? Like, you gave it your best. Just go for it and have fun. Because if you overthink, like, if you've done enough training or if you had enough nutrition properly, hydrated enough, all these things, like, it might actually create more stress and then create that, like, pressure for you to, like, not do well. Just have fun with it and, t- and tell yourself that you got this and everything will be okay. If needed, hire or have an accountability partner to help you stay consistent with your workouts and meal planning. So, obviously, I'm not a expert in, like, running half marathon trainer. I'm not going to go out and be like, yeah, I'm good at it. Like, I'm not going to be fake about this. But for me personally, like my accountability partner, quote unquote, where the running group that I'm in on the Facebook group. So by sharing my workouts inside the Facebook community group, the private group helped me stay accountable for myself to say, okay, I got this workout in. I shared a little bit on my social media, on Instagram, like my screenshot of my running pace and distance. And I did see like a, like an improvement in that. And then make sure you have a strong support system. So obviously mine was the running group. And then face your fears and just give it your best. And then here's the best lesson in my opinion is to train with a purpose. So 
have a purpose in your training because it will remind you to stay strong during the toughest days during your training my purpose with this race was for me to take my parents on a vacation number one number two was to help the children with cancer which was a saint jude fundraiser and then number three to just talk about it afterwards and hopefully be motivational and inspirational to other people who want to try something new and so that's my purpose and so the toughest days were like i just don't want to train or just want to sleep instead of like working out or eating instead of working out right all these things i told myself no get out there and just do it and just run and so when i'm running and despite like the pain and stuff i'd be like no imagine all these kids with cancer like it's hard for them how is it for me so that's like my purpose and then share my training program progress with my followers on social media more often i should have shared it more more than like i did but again work-life balance can be tough right and so make sure to get in more strength training and resistance training sessions in the program i think i didn't have enough and i'm really disappointed in myself for that part but i did have just not as much as i really wanted i really wanted to be able to run and then like do strength training afterwards or strength training and like run and what have you but i didn't really have that as much i ran and i did a little bit of like strength training in my opinion strength training especially endurance training endurance training is a training where you work on your speed you work on being able to go faster for a long at a longer time without getting tired and that's what i need to continue working on inshallah so my friends why did i actually sign up for this race like i said simply for the sake of the beach <laughs> literally like I mentioned, the financial situation. So it's just that I just want to take my parents on a mini vacation. So how to be active with the purpose? Ask yourself the following questions. Or this number one question. Why do you work out? Losing weight is an important reason. But is that all that you want to achieve in life? And what's next? How do you want to feel? How do you want to be from the inside out? From my experience, signing up for 5K, 10K... And so for races that are cause-driven, help me stay purpose-driven into my workouts and training. Look at your life right now. What can you do to make it better? How's your family? Do they need you? Do you need them? Find ways to exercise so that you can be there for yourself and your family. And then look up organizations and causes that matter to you and that are aligned with your values. See how you can give back to them using your strong, physical, healthy, fit body. These are just a few examples and ways to consider how to find purpose in your fitness training journey. And the mindset matters a lot. Here's why. During the actual race, I tried to push myself as hard as I can, but my body just wouldn't let me. And I would tell myself, okay, I'll run just to this distance, then I will walk. I tried to push myself for that, but then my legs were just getting tired and I had to stop. So listen to your body always second of all post the race i reached the end feeling embarrassed like ashamed of myself for not being able to run the one the woman inside the running group told me with all the circumstances that i went through such as the night of the race it was good from me that i was able to even do it that helped me feel good about it but still felt like i could have done better so how does the mindset play a role Although it seemed like a failure at you at that moment, remember that you just, you still gave it all your best. I had to tell myself that it is okay, life happens, and I still push myself through it. 
I didn't avoid the race because I didn't go perfectly or it didn't go perfectly the way I wanted to go. Now I want to take all these lessons and mistakes that I made from this race to sign up for another race if I can. I did look up a few, but with my limited budget right now, I don't think I can. Like I said, races cost money and things can add up. So like if you have never signed up and you're curious on how much they cost, well, let's say I believe starting like for half marathons and the triathlons and Spartan races, which is what I want to keep pushing myself for, they cost at least $60. That's six zero and more. Don't forget you gotta have like shoes that should be replaced every six months or like every certain mileage numbers. Don't forget like you gotta keep up with like workout clothes, nutrition. So like, you know, races do cost money. It is an investment obviously, but if it's not your number one priority, then obviously you're not gonna go for it. And for me as a trainer, my number one priority is obviously my business, but also to keep up with my with my health and fitness journey. And so just being physical active right now for me is good enough. For some people, it might not be good enough. And that's fine. Find what suits you. And that is the growth mindset. It's a mindset that takes failures as an opportunity to learn and to grow from them. And so what is next for me? Inshallah, it is to take time to focus on my lifestyle and build a consistent routine. Ever since Ramadan ended, it's been really challenging getting back into it. And we're getting closer to the next one. About seven months i know you're like what that's long time but before you know it my friends we're gonna be two months away so i want to get myself back on track to stay focused on my priorities while i stay physically active and mentally strong as well as spiritually connected inshallah i am considering on doing like a weight loss journey but it's not like a typical weight loss that i've seen all over social media where people just share a before and after picture that's interesting but that's not my like that doesn't speak to me anymore and so i want to do a weight loss journey that talks about someone who like myself for example who has experienced anxiety attacks who emotionally feels down right but still continues with the process and continues with it i am a firm believer in that like all these weight loss journeys that we see all around us like every person they do share behind the scenes of like how hard it can get right emotionally and stuff but i haven't really seen a weight loss journey that talks about the importance of like mental health aspect as well and that's what i'm trying to work on moving forward inshallah as a result of this race my mom actually afterwards thanked me for it despite what we went through behind the scenes at home for giving them the opportunity just to get outside the house like I said before, and will continue to say it over and over again, each family has its own drama and struggles. I don't believe in a perfect family. If that is your family right now or parents, be thankful and grateful for that, that you have a happy, open communication dynamic. Keep in mind, not everyone has that opportunity. So if that's who you have, be thankful for that. And I have that, but obviously like it's, there are some barriers that i i'm working on with my family and so that's that because again not everyone gets a chance to just get out there and go on vacation or be with their loved ones use your body to serve those around you and to give back to your own family community then globally do not neglect your family while you're out and about doing great service work in my opinion 
that's a bit of a hypocrisy and do not chase aesthetic looking body because it won't do you any good if you're not using it to help those around you and so my friends i have all of this in a blog post again it's in the show notes below i cannot wait for you to listen to the next interview with Faizan as we talked about the importance of nature of hiking of getting out there and so we are as the time of this episode being released in september we're heading into october and november we're officially in the fall season which is the perfect time to try out hikes camping trips just being out and also after the winter we have springtime which is another opportunity so get out there get active be active and i like to say be strong be fit be fit for akhirah please don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave me a five-star review on itunes please i would really appreciate it so if you go to the actual itunes either on your laptop or on your phone if you're an apple user find purposeful fitness with coach ola podcast and go below where it says write a review please write a review giving back your feedback, what you want to hear more often, just so I can get some perspective and to keep this going because I'm not going to give up on it. But it is important to take time off once in a while. And consistency is the key, whether it is in podcasting, (laughs) whether it's in our Islamic practice, like our prayers, for example, right? Like we were taught in the Sunnah from the Prophet Muhammad, whether it's our diet, fitness journey. And so I'm working on being consistent as much as I can without being full on my plate. And so inshallah, I'm going to try my best to find assistance and hire team because right now I am a one person do it all kind of situation. And also post the race, when we got back, I came back like super sick. So throat was hurting me. Then from the throat pain, it went to like running nose. After that, a week like later or so, it turned to pink eye. So these actually were a couple of the reasons on why I also delayed my whole podcasting besides the retreat planning is also my body got sick. So I needed like a little break and it sometimes you cannot over exhaust your body and you need to really see how much you can handle, how much you cannot handle, take time off and then get back on it and just continue. But don't give up and don't stop for what you want to achieve in life. Just take time to pause, to reflect, and to get back on it. Jazakallah khairan. Thank you so much. Again, I like to be honest. I just can't fake it and lie. And that's the coach Ola that I want to continue and being. Salaamu alaikum. When you feel all alone in this world And there's nobody to count your tears Just remember no matter where you are Allah knows Allah knows When you're carrying a monster load And you wonder how far you can go With every step on that road that you take Allah knows Allah knows No matter what inside or out There's one thing of which there's no doubt Allah knows Allah knows And whatever lies in the heavens and the heavens Every star in this whole universe Allah knows 
that special someone Feel your whole life has barely begun You can walk on the moon, shout it to everyone Allah knows, Allah knows When you gaze with love in your eyes Catch a glimpse of paradise And you see your child take the first breath of life Allah knows, Allah knows No matter what inside or out There's one thing of which there's no doubt Allah knows, Allah knows And whatever lies in the heavens or the earth Every star in this whole universe Allah to your heart See your whole world fall apart And you try to go on but it seems so hard Allah knows Allah knows You see we all have a path to choose Through the valleys and hills we go With the ups and the downs Never fret, never frown Allah knows Allah knows No matter what inside or out There's one thing of which there's no doubt Allah knows Allah knows And whatever lies in the heavens and the earth Every star in this whole universe Allah knows Allah no matter what inside or out There's one thing of which there's no doubt Allah knows Allah knows And whatever lies in the heavens and the earth Every star in this whole universe Allah knows Allah knows Every grain of sand in every desert land He knows Every shade of palm Every closed hand He knows Every sparkling tear On every eyelash He knows Every thought I have And every word I share